It's extremely difficult to speak to everyone at once. But that's what a lot of B2B SaaS companies try to do when they have multiple customer profiles. And as a result, they create one-size-fits-all marketing that doesn't really speak to anyone. Now, many companies have products with good traction that serve a well-defined industry and work for customers of all sizes. This is a total nightmare to grow. Enterprise customers and solo businesses have radically different needs, and it's extremely difficult to speak to everyone at once. Unfortunately, many founders jump straight to blaming their product for the lack of success, when a simple positioning shift can make the difference that they need. And when we start working with a B2B SaaS company, they often have multiple customer profiles to reach. And we have a process that helps them. Number one, identify if they are speaking to too many people at once. Number two, understand their goals for marketing and growth for the future. Number three, identify their best fit customers using metrics like ARR, LTV, customer satisfaction, engagement with product, market penetration, and desirability. And four, reposition across the board for the best fit customer. Thoughtfully crafted and data-driven positioning can help make your offerings more relevant to the audiences you are trying to reach. At the end of this episode, you'll have a solid understanding of how to use data to identify your ideal customer and how to use positioning to achieve high growth. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Positioning works best when it's clear who a product is for. Companies can say that their product is for everyone, but this dilutes the power of their messaging and product. We had a client, they were a top legal case management startup who have a product that works for different industry use cases. And not only is their product multifaceted and diverse, but it also can be used by single lawyer firms and enterprise-sized firms alike. But the needs of one segment are radically different from the needs of the other. And when we started working with the client, many of their customers liked the product, but there was a lot of confusion in the marketing messages because their customers' needs were so diverse. Now, we identified that our client wasn't hitting on any of their customers' specific pain points, speaking generally to benefits and offerings in their messaging. The one-size-fits-all messaging was impacting their growth and conversion. And with high growth targets to hit on the horizon, we suggested that the client revisit their positioning and focus their attention on one singular customer segment. To help, we focused on their highest net promoter score group with the best opportunity for growth in terms of the total addressable market. We used data to decide which the ideal customer profile was that we should double down on. The ICP post-positioning is the one with the most beneficial acquisition economics. And even though the single-person firm segment has much more revenue available, the LTV is actually too low to acquire many people profitably. That's why choosing the firms that have 2 to 10 lawyers in them makes the most sense. In this episode, I'll refer many times to a data set and a spreadsheet. You can see that spreadsheet and data set in the accompanying blog post, where there's also a template for you to use yourself to do this. The beachhead customer. Saying no is part of positioning. And while it might seem like your company will lose out on potential sales, you're actually setting yourself up for greater success. When a military invades somewhere, 
and I hate to use a military metaphor, so I'm sorry. (laughs) This is marketing after all. It lands on a beach rather than a coast because it'll have a higher chance of getting to shore. And from there, it can launch further attacks. This is what's called a beachhead. And the concept transfers well into marketing, where we can think of a market as having beachhead customers. By identifying a targeted segment or beachhead customer, you can zero in on positioning and messaging that works for a high-growth ICP and use those learnings to expand to adjacent markets. This works the same way for positioning and market choice. When SaaS companies spread themselves too thinly across many customer profiles, they'll suffer the consequences that impact their bottom line, including confusing and alienating prospects who visit their website, failing to gain market share, filling their pipeline with low-quality leads, and struggling to build a strong brand that inspires trust. Companies that grow the fastest do so by committing to one segment in their industry. This creates a significantly better opportunity for you. Rather than having two sets of diluted, ineffective messaging, you can nail one down and only add additional markets when you have the bandwidth to position yourself well. Let's look at how you can identify your beachhead market and effectively tailor your positioning. To position your product well, you must first identify your ideal customer profile. That's your ICP. Remember, you want right-fit customers who stay around and pay you over a long time because your product solves their problems well. You don't want high-value customers who pay you for only a very short amount of time. Dig deep in your personas and customer data to identify the types of people you're serving. Try to create three to four buckets at a maximum. And once you've done that, Take a look at the bigger picture. What's the company goal for the next two to three quarters? This goal will help you shape how you approach the positioning exercise and will help you surface which ICP to hone in on. Mapping your business goals to your ICP can give you a better idea of which segments have higher growth potential and where you as a company want to be in the future. And now I'm going to walk through the process of how we do this with our SaaS clients. In order to choose the best customer, you should focus on a small set of mostly revenue-focused metrics. Avoid vanity metrics, and instead zero in on data that is related to the things that caused your company to grow. Be as objective as possible here, gathering inputs and recommendations informed by revenue metrics, engagement metrics, and internal support metrics. We recommend the following. ARR, LTV, Customer Satisfaction, You could use NPS or CSAT if you like. Engagement with product. So that means in-product actions and onboarding completion, for example. Market penetration. And also desirability. Because if you can't stand your customer, you're going to hate your working life. Life's too short. Then put all of that into a simple spreadsheet. Use columns for each individual market segment. And as I mentioned, there is a template for how to do this on our blog post. The link is in the show notes. When you're collecting the data to help make your choice, focus on the quantitative first. Speaking to customers is helpful, but not until you've gathered specific data. You need a theory about who your best market is, and the best way to come up with that is by using hard data. Once you have this data, you can test your theory on different customer segments with qualitative methods, including surveys and customer interviews. 
You can also interact with churn customers to understand more about their experience. Factor information on churn customers into your segmentation identification process and understand the reason why they left, especially in your beachhead customer segment. That's really important once you've determined which group that is, of course. A bit of foresight can help you prevent other customers in the same segment from churning. Now, once you have this data, look at the following questions. Which segment has the highest remaining market value to you? Which segment has the best acquisition economics? Which segment has the best economics and is one that you actually like? I'm going to use data from our client's example here. I've got a screenshot with nice highlighted areas on it that you can look at on our blog post. Working through the answers to the above questions. The segment with the highest remaining value by some distance is single lawyer firms. The segment with the best acquisition economics is actually large firms. You could spend a lot to acquire a customer with an LTV of $145,000. The NPS of large firms, though, is extremely poor, and the customer awareness of single firms is also very poor. That's why we recommended our clients merge the middle two markets in their segments into two to 10 lawyer firms, as their problems are really quite similar. Additionally, when we combine the rest of the metrics, the market is really large and the economics are really great. <laughs> now that you've nailed down your market, you need to go through a positioning exercise. Our simple B2B SaaS positioning canvas, you can get it on our website. There's also an episode of this podcast about how to use it. We'll help you get strong, differentiated positioning each time. Start by identifying which pain points your best fit customers have that are solved by your features, the way your company does things, and the systems or approaches that distinguish you from your competitors. To find this data, review any touch points or interactions you've had with your ICP, from sales conversions, customer support tickets, feature suggestions, to even simply interviewing your clients, speaking to customers. This data can reveal what your ICP is experiencing and how you and your product can solve their problems. And now it's time for your litmus test. Visit existing content across all of your channels and landing pages and critically assess with the following lens. Is my positioning clear from this copy? Am I talking about features that matter to my ICP? Am I talking about outcomes that people in my ICP have actually achieved? Make changes to your copy and messaging based on your answers to those questions. Review every piece of content that lives on your site and across all properties through the lens of your ICP. Take a critical look at everything, from landing pages to ebooks and even thank you pages. What questions would a prospect need answered before they convert? Positioning exercise is essential, but the way that you message your product from there is what will really impact your prospects. Update your landing pages as a priority, but also don't forget all of the other marketing materials like social profiles, content strategy, sales enablement pieces, ad copy, emails, in-app activation flows, pricing pages, cold outreach and scripting. Refresh all of your marketing materials with the new messaging. To make this process more effortless in future, we recommend keeping a running audit list of all marketing materials, internal and external. Once our client identified their beachhead customer, we helped them to reformulate their messaging. 
We changed the focus of the language on key pages and materials to speak to the ICP's unique needs and emphasize the benefits to that specific segment. In the accompanying blog post, there's a representation of their landing page before we started working together. The copy reads, be a more productive lawyer with our all-in-one solution, an all-in-one legal management product to improve your firm's productivity and help you work from anywhere you want. We reduced the ambiguity and added pain point focused copy and imagery that resonated with their Beachhead customer. These changes helped leads understand which tools they needed to solve their pains with or what they were signing up for in the first place. And then there's also a representation on the blog post of their post repositioning landing page hero. The copy reads, bring calm to your growing law firm with an end to end firm management tool. Get back time on your calendar with easy-to-manage case workflow for small to medium-sized firms, billing, document management, client communications, and more. No more paper files or tricky integrations. Plans start from $49 a month. And then there's a visualization of a chat message asking for an important document, a picture of a happy person, a product screenshot, and a visualization of a cash flow made as like kind of a collage of illustrations there on the hero as well. Your customers need to change all the time, though, and your positioning should change to match. A suitable cadence for revisiting your position is on a quarterly or annual basis, or if your business or growth rate changes materially. Now, here are a couple of triggers for revisiting your position. If you're changing the business materially, are you going through a period of change where you're trying to go up market or down market? Are you trying to reach a whole new customer segment? If you're going through fast growth, check on a regular basis to see if you're moving fast and you have high growth targets and critically assess if your positioning is yielding the results that you're going to need to get you to those targets. Let's pull this all together. Often companies fail to recognize that they have a positioning problem caused by having so many customer segments. They keep trying to reach several customer segments with diluted, ineffective messaging. Now, if you can identify and manage the customer segmentation and positioning process correctly, your SaaS business will see improved customer acquisition and retention metrics as well as an overall impact on the revenue-focused metrics, which are really the important ones. Clear positioning provides your organization with the clarity and customer focus necessary to speak to your highest growth customers. Once you crack that nut, you'll no longer need every customer that is willing to pay for your service or product and you'll be able to focus on one specific segment of customers that produces the most revenue at the lowest spend. I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway you can ping me on twitter i'm at i am mark thomas that's mark with a c or you can ping our founder and ceo dev basu and connect with us there looking forward to seeing you again for another episode